First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self-Care Club, the epilogue show. Before we jump into today's episode, we wanted to talk to you about our ever-growing Facebook group that's on, funnily enough, Facebook. It's called Self-Care Clubbers. So if you are not a member, jump to Facebook, search for us and come and join the community. It's a lovely group. There's lots of chat. There's lots of talk about self-care. There's lots of people giving advice. There's lots of people taking the mickey out of us and talking about bits that they liked on the show. It's honestly, there's posts every day. It's really fun. And we would really love you to be a part of it. You can just search on Facebook for self-care clubbers, or you can scroll down to our show notes and you'll see the link there. Welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we are taking a deeper dive into astrology. But first... Recommendation of the week. Oh, it's a very lovely review Go on. from Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. Hi, guys. I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now and gradually have become more addicted. I listen whilst out walking the dog and it's an amazing way to de-stress and have some me time. You guys literally crack me up. Everything you discuss is so relevant. Oh, like last week's show, we were being relevant. And I've shared various weeks with friends at points when they may need... They may need some advice on a particular subject. You are literally smashing it. I'm I'm a very discerning podcast listener. I subscribe to only you guys and one other. And for what it's worth, you're my number one. Oh, that's so cute. Who's the other one? Thanks for the lols, ladies. Elizabeth, thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for staying with us, even when we talk utter rubbish. Um, And I would, I'm just curious to know, practicing curiosity, what the other podcast is. Yeah, I, I'm I, also curious to know. But it's a question I always ask people. Mm, me too. Is it? What mm. podcast do you listen yeah. to? People, I'm always on the hunt for a new podcast. It says a lot about people. Like your book collection. Yes. So what would you say your top three podcasts of the moment are that you're listening to? My favourite of all time, listen every week, never miss it, off menu. Do you listen every week? I every listen to it for week. months and months Absolutely and months. Absolutely my all-time fave podcast. Then I'll have ones that I'll like dip in and out yeah. to, like maybe How to Fail, <gasps> which I like. Um, it, it depends on the guest, you know, like I have a few that I like, but I, I won't listen to them like regardless. I'll only listen if I'm into the guest. So that's that's the thing. Okay. Interview ones, you know, or sometimes Diary of a CEO if it's someone I'm really into, but I wouldn't listen to it religiously. The two, well, the one I'm listening to a lot at the moment is How to Fail Mm. um, because I've just bought her book and I love her. And I do like Best Friend Therapy, but I do dip in and out of that. Yeah, that's quite nice. I listen, usually listen to Diary of a CEO. I don't Mm. listen to every single one, but I do listen a lot. And the other one that I listen to (laughs) 
religiously is my guilty pleasure, and I can't help it. And Go on. Two teas in a pod. Oh, I'm so bored of that. Oh, I love, love it. it. So they debrief every episode that drops of Real Housewives, whatever it is. They are two housewives. They were. They were. One was, one still is. Yes. And, and so they debrief yeah. every episode, and I just love their take on things, and... I just love it. So I always have to wait till I've watched the episode and then the next day on my morning walk, I listen to their debrief and I love it. But and do it just you makes talk me to happy. them? Do you like agree and disagree with them while you're listening? You I find I disagree with, Te I agree with Teddy a lot. A lot. She's very observant. How are you getting on with astrology? Haven't really done it since we did it. Haven't done it since we did it. We did it a while ago. Yeah, we did. Didn't we? Mm -hmm. So um, so there's been quite a break in between recording astrology and recording this. But I haven't really... I mean, a couple of things that she said have stayed with me. But other than that, I don't know how I would really practice it. Mm. Maybe just being aware. Mm. of Full moons and things like that and what's going on in the universe. And I, I can't say that I have been practicing it either I don't feel like it's something that plays a major part in my life no and I'm fine with that but it probably does we just don't know enough about it do we I don't pay it a lot of attention which was what I asked on the Instagram poll are you did interested? you ask on Instagram yeah I did sorry Facebook not Instagram because <laughs> I was too scared of getting told off I asked are you into astrology do you believe in star signs and Saturn returns and all that jazz? Would you date or not date someone depending on what star sign they are? Oh, that's a great question. Tell us everything. What so, star sign is, is Ollie? He is a Sagittarius. Sophie said, I completely believe in it. I'm a Cancer. I have the characteristics of a Cancer. I would not not date someone if they were a particular star sign, but I would look out for red flags. Andrea said, I only like it for entertainment purposes. According to astrology, I'm a Capricorn, but I don't relate to most of their characteristics. And I think personality tests are a much more accurate indication of compatibility for potential couples. Well, that's what a Capricorn would say. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. My, my, I'm an Aquarian yeah. and I am a typical Aquarian. Two of my children are Aquarians. Right. I don't know if they're typical or not. Is Zach an Aquarian? No, he's a Taurian. Oh, I know you feel he's your kindred spirit. I do. Child, well, also my but... husband is a Taurian. Right. And I get on very well with him. So that's why I think I would get on very well with that. You would. It's true. We've got a lot in common. You do. Um, I couldn't say that thing because it would sound really weird. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> so don't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But Blue... we could have a good gym chat. You definitely could. And protein chat. Yeah. Blue says, in theory, I love it. In practice, I pay it very little attention other than knowing immediate family star signs. I don't know any of the other signs for any of us, like Sun, Venus, etc. I don't check the horoscopes. Yeah, I, I resonate with that, Blue. Vicky says, I pay very little attention now, but as a teenager, I poured over it for hours. Well, just because you had time to. Yeah. Shelley said, it's fun, but I don't take it seriously. And Katie said, I love oh, it. So people are really into this. Yeah. They're really into it. So the poll results were, yes, I'm totally into it, 43%. No, it's bollocks, 13%. I pay it very little attention, another 43%. So people are as into it as they are not interested. Half and In half. equal measures. Yeah. Yeah. Not surprised. Mm. Okay. Let's move on to challenge of the week. Do we have one? I, I, I don't. How do we, how do, how do we? One. I don't have one, but. How about mm. read your horoscope every day? For a week? Yeah. 
Mm. and see if any of it resonates or if it guides you or helps you or supports you in any way. Okay. I like that challenge. It's not bad, is it? simple. Yeah. Pulled it out my ass. Well done. Thank you. Excellent work. (laughs) 10 podcast points to you. (laughs) Oh, what do I get when I get 50 podcast points? Um, A prize. What what prize? Um, Something to do with chocolate Easter eggs. Do I get a Toblerone? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's take a break and we will be back for our wellness newsflash. Wellness News Flash. Well, this week in the Sunday Times was all about egg freezing. And, And basically that women have sort of been oversold how easy it is. As in, yeah, no probs, freeze your eggs, then you can have baby. But the headline is, are we really prepared for the truth about egg freezing? What's the truth? So it was a very long article, which I've had to condense because, you know, we can't be here all day, every day. The technology... James is like, thank you. Yeah, James is like, leave. He's kicking us out in... How long? 22 minutes. Well, I'll make sure it's quicker than that the technology which is called vitrification has been available in the uk for over a decade and it's become increasingly popular in more recent years egg freezing is thought to be the fastest growing form of fertility treatment in the uk oh wow takes about two or three weeks for each cycle to be completed and there's lots of different components you have to use synthetic hormones to stimulate your ovaries you have to create the eggs then they're extracted under sedation and then they're frozen and it costs just one cycle about £3,350, which is a lot, isn't it? It's a lot of money. Yeah. And then the, obviously there's more cost for medication and storage. Um, but women are heading to their clinics in droves. Well, of so course, because women, women are finding themselves later on in life ready to have children or in the right relationship or for whatever reason they weren't ready in their 30s or yeah. their 20s because they were... Busy. And the pandemic. Building their lives. Pandemic is what did it. There was a record high of more than 1,500 egg freezing cycles in 2019, which was an increase from just 148. That's the jump. Sorry, they've gone from 1,500 to... They've gone from 148 to 1,500. So in 2010, there was 148 people that did egg freezing. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's gone to 1500 in nine years later. Yep. Um, because the pandemic basically propelled women looking well, to put the, their pregnancy on The pandemic on pause. hadn't happened yet. In 2019 it happened. No, it hadn't. It happened in 2020. Are you right, it did. I don't know. Well, anyway, that's what <sighs> they're saying. Shame on you, the times. You got your facts wrong. Yeah. But despite the soaring popularity and the hefty price tag, the chances of egg freezing resulting in a baby are worryingly low. Oh, that's sad. A study conducted by the University College London in 2019 observed women who'd had their eggs frozen at two of the capital's largest fertility clinics. In the 10-year time frame, a total of 129 women, which was about a fifth of the sample size, had returned to have their eggs fertilised. Of these 129 women, only only 20% managed to become pregnant with their frozen eggs. Did they have healthy babies? I don't know. Don't even know if they had babies. They got pregnant, but we don't even know if they, if the babies, you know, were viable. 
Um, so really what they're saying is egg freezing should be seen as an insurance, not be seen as an insurance policy. Instead, the doctors are saying now you should liken the procedure to buying a lottery ticket. Jesus. The science behind egg freezing is still fairly new. By the very nature of the procedure, we're not going to get exact success rates for conception just yet as the data is still being collated. In terms of what the cap of the success rate of this technology might be, we can look at IVF. Success rates hover between 30 to 35% for a live birth. It's not that high, is it? That is that IVF? Yeah. Yeah. I know lots of people that have had IVF. I do too. Successful IVF after a few rounds. Mm. Even if egg freezing succeeded a third of the time, the idea of marketing it as a fail-safe insurance policy raises women's hopes of, in an unreasonable fashion. I don't think it is marketed Well, I think that, it's it? a bit like, well, you know, if you're not ready to have a baby now, just freeze your eggs and it'll be fine. You can have a baby in 10 years. But I don't think it's as quite as that, that simple, no. you know? I, yeah. Uh, the competitive nature of private healthcare means clinics offer giveaways and gimmicks to get women through the door. They give free consultations. They give have Prosecco evenings dangled as incentives. Uh, I don't like the sound of that. Like It's not a party. I'm not, I don't get it. Also, uh, Prosecco, as much as I love it, and a canopy ain't going to get me into a clinic to freeze my eggs. We don't want my eggs anyway because they're what? ancient. Are they in- but, oh, my God. Well, they are. Stop it. And also, I don't want any more children. Every time you call yourself ancient. My eggs are ancient. You are dissing me. I'm sorry to break it to you, but our eggs are, ain't in great shape anymore. They're, they're done, which is fine because we don't need any, or want any I more children. I am still multifollicular, I'll have you know. That's beautiful. But I'd say the quality of those kids ain't going to be as fab as the kids you've got now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they're just not. <laughs> At least James is laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatevs. 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 So rude. So rude today. I just feel accepting of my crusty old lady eggs. I don't need them anymore or want them. And they've done a beautiful job. I have three beautiful children. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very I, lucky. I, listen, we are very lucky because very. there's many women who are 45 and 46 still wanting for a child. Absolutely. So stop calling yourself old and crusty. Not myself, my eggs. Anyway, the most recent report puts the birth rate for for women aged 18 to 34 using their own frozen eggs at 33%. And if you are between 43 and 50, which is our age bracket, this drops to 5%. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's low. Yep. Women who free alongside the hormonal side effects, there is a huge emotional impact. Women who freeze their eggs are still seen as to blame. There's an idea that you've left it too late, you've prioritized your career, when actually there's a lot of different reasons why women freeze their eggs. There's great pressure on young women who feel the need to conceive by 35, but it's such an oversimplification of reality and it doesn't care for individuals. So we can educate people on fertility, but if women can't get adequate, affordable childcare, housing, or secure employment, they may feel like they have no choice but to consider egg freezing and put off their parenthood without knowing the full fact. Yes. So it's really just about knowing, listen, this isn't like a fail safe. It's definitely going to be fine method. But also, if you're not in a position to get pregnant at 35 or younger, then you're not in that position. Correct. So it's it's tricky. It is tricky. But and I also it does keep your options more open. I understand why a woman would turn to this. I totally do too. But I think the problem is it's being sold as a fail safe solution. I don't, and is it's it, not. Is it? I don't think it is. I have a friend who did this mm. and it. she definitely wasn't under the illusions that it was a fail safe. Good. Good. So perhaps that's the clinic that she went to. Mm. I don't know. Mm. 
But the conversations I had with her, and I don't know a lot about this, I just know what she went through. The conversations I had with her about it was, you know, the chances are low, but they're even lower if I don't. Yeah. But there's so much physical impact and yes. emotional impact yes. when you do this. It's yes. also it not a very emotional journey right. for it's her. It's not really just a quick, easy procedure. The hormones are, are you have to are inject very yourself. Stabilizing all the, of it. The removal of the eggs is not. It's very, very nice. intrusive. Yeah. Yep. So the whole thing is is a, a big thing to do. You know, it's not like going to the dentist for a quick. No, it's definitely thing, not that. Know. Definitely. Let's move on to recommendation of the week. Okay. Recommendation of the week. Podcast? Yes, a new one. It's called Bad Dates and it's dating mishaps and misfires with Jamila Jamal. Oh, I saw this being advertised on Apple. Is it good? Yeah, she's been promoting it in New York. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's funny. She's great. She's brilliant. Um, And there's a podcast called Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. It's a great podcast. And do you know who's on it? Us. Correct. Last week. Yeah. We were on it, so we go were. check that out. Yeah, he's. It was a. Ver- it was very funny, and he it's hasn't... actually not meant to be a funny show, is no, it? It's, it's quite, quite a serious, yeah. highbrow show. But Lauren yeah. definitely. I managed to lower the tone. Well, you did really well. I was very <laughs> pleased you were in the room. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> and also, can we say oh, if you've missed it? Oh, oh, Succession is back. Thank God. Thank God. Tonight it's on. Why can't they just drop the whole series in one go? I can't bear the waiting. That's so you. I know. So I know. You. I must have it all. I must binge now. I can't wait. I don't like to wait. One and you know what else is back? What? Ted Lasso. Yeah, I've never watched it and I know I'd love it. I know James is like, <gasps> in the other room. I know I'd love it if I got into it, but I haven't put the effort in. It takes zero effort. You it, sit in front of the TV mm. and you smile okay. and you cry. It's the most heartwarming show. I'm getting the vibe that it's like a Shit's Creek kind of thing. It is. It leaves you with the same feeling. Okay. It's funny. All right. It's sweet. Okay. You fall in love with the characters. So maybe I need to get on the Ted Lasso oh, bandwagon. But you can watch it with Ollie. It's about football. Yeah, but it is, but it isn't. No, it is. Like, you don't have to love football to watch the I show. I don't love football and I love it. Okay. Thank you for being in touch. Please keep your messages coming in and tell... Actually... To be honest, what? your emails have dropped off a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've had loads of reviews and that's been lovely. It has but been lovely. But you've now got a complaint. Yes, I have oh, okay. Oh, okay. We want more emails. Hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk. We like hearing from you. We love hearing from you. Listen, and if we, when we get back to you, I do try to get back to everybody. Lauren gets back to absolutely nobody. I do, that's not true. I do reply. We'll be back on Monday with a brand new show. See you then. Bye.